Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're taking a look at what seems like a huge paradox in the world of energy. But first, if you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. Or if you have two minutes to spare, go please leave a review at Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Five-star reviews help raise the rankings of the show and bring more listeners and therefore more great guests. Go spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? So on today's show, we're looking at what seems like a huge paradox in the world of energy. On this show, we look at energy from time to time. Why is that? Well, it's because energy is the economy. If the economy is cooking, then energy consumption will rise. If the economy is faltering, then energy consumption will fall. Now, there's normally a correlation between prices for gasoline at the pump and the price of crude oil. After all, gasoline is refined from crude oil, so it only stands to reason that if oil goes up in price, then so too should the price of gasoline increase as well. Gasoline prices are falling at the pump in addition to falling in the wholesale market, at the same time as we've seen an increase in the global price for crude oil. I'm not talking about the recent spike in prices as a result of the conflict between Hamas and Israel. Israel doesn't produce any oil of any consequence, and nor does Hamas. But Iran does, and Iran is believed to be an architect of the attacks in southern Israel. Saudi Arabia has cut back on production, and so has Russia. So the supply side is being constrained. In the past week, prices in the retail market have fallen an average of 3 cents a gallon. So far in the month of October, prices at the pump have fallen more than 10 cents. But prices in the wholesale market have fallen from $2.74 a gallon to $2.17 a gallon. That's a huge drop in a month, and there's no obvious explanation from the supply side. Paradoxically, we're seeing diesel prices increase due to shortages of diesel. Both diesel and gasoline are derived from crude oil, but the West Texas Light Sweet Crude does not produce much diesel and is mostly gasoline. Diesel is less refined fuel and requires more heavy oils, like the Saudi variety. In order for an American refinery to operate, it needs to be mixed with with Canada's Alberta heavy oil, or Russian oil, although not much of that these days, or Venezuelan oil. These are all candidates to mix with American oil to produce the full range of products that a refinery would produce. One of the largest crude oil storage facilities is in Cushing, Oklahoma. This is outside the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Cushing is less than a third full. It's been described in recent weeks as being near tank bottoms. At the peak, Cushing can store up to 70 million barrels. Current levels are 21.7 million barrels. And EIA inventory also grew by 13 million barrels last week, one of the largest inventory builds in recent memory. But a lot of that has to do with reductions in exports of oil. We've seen gasoline consumption below seasonally adjusted levels for most of the month of August and September. This is part of the explanation for the fallen price. The near tanks empty situation in Cushing, Oklahoma, makes the fallen prices that much more contradictory. So why are prices falling if inventories are falling at the same time? It is traditional for refineries to shut down from maintenance windows during the fourth quarter. These turnarounds are part of the annual maintenance. Reduced refining capacity is planned for and therefore the lower finished product inventory is not a surprise. So if prices are falling at the same time that inventories are falling, there's only one explanation left. It all points to weak demand. Either people are not driving as much, maybe they're not taking driving vacations, maybe they're only driving to work a few days a week, maybe they're just short on cash and simply driving less. Whatever the reason, 
gasoline consumption is down across the United States and Canada. The falling wholesale price means that the price at the pump is going to continue to fall for the remainder of October. I personally don't expect this trend to continue for that much longer. In fact, it can't. Eventually, gasoline prices will need to rise to be brought back in step with what's happening to the oil price. But in the meantime, the signal that the current gasoline price is sending us is that we have a clear indication of economic demand destruction. The economy is based on three pillars, food, shelter, and transportation. Food consumption is going to have to be pretty stable because the population hasn't changed. It's linked to the number of people in the population, so there might be some substitution of less expensive items if some items go up in price. Shelter is pretty stable as well, but we have seen a dramatic drop in demand for gasoline. The biggest variable is the possibility of wider global conflict. The world is distracted from the Ukraine right now by the situation in Gaza. But an emerging alliance between Iran, Russia, and China seems to be hardening which serves only to further polarize an already fragmenting geopolitical situation. There are so many scenarios in how this future could unfold. One thing is nearly certain. Iranian oil, Russian oil are going to be sanctioned again in the West, which is likely to mean higher oil prices in the near future. The signals in the meantime point to economic weakness, far ahead of any government statistics on how our economy is doing. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.